Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels right across the street from Lambeau Field. My last day in Green Bay, flying out tomorrow morning. Great to see everybody already in the comments section, mixing it up. And shout out and thank you to everybody who stopped by the Plaza Pit Stop at the Rush Center on Sunday morning. I'm sorry to each and every one of you who had to witness the game you ended up seeing, but it was great to meet all of you, people from California, from Peru, from all over the country, indeed all over the world. Incredible time. Thank you so much for stopping by and getting some Carry the G. That's right, Carry the G, the official beer of Cheesehead TV. Pick yours up anywhere in the Green Bay, Milwaukee, Oshkosh, Appleton areas, Madison too. A list of where you can find it is on the website. Just go to cheeseheadtv.com, click the link at the top of the page that says beer, and you'll find where to purchase your very own Carry the G. Speaking of which, oh, I'll take that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that hits the spot. How are y'all doing? Packers, three and three. Sorry I missed you all yesterday. I had some personal stuff I had to attend to, but I'm back, and let's let the healing begin, people. Let's figure out what the hell is wrong with this team and move forward, shall we? Let's uh, simplify it, as Aaron Rodgers might say. What does that mean, simplify? I did hear his uh, back and forth with Pat McAfee today, and I thought he did a good job of kind of explaining what he meant. And, you know, he mentioned it doesn't mean motion and it doesn't mean uh, the complicated scheme has to be torn down, etc. But he kind of echoed what I was talking about after the game and gut reactions about you can simplify it as far as the play calls go. You can simplify what you're asking guys to do, but they have to do it. The execution was abysmal on Sunday more than anything else, especially on the offensive side of the ball, especially along the offensive line. I suspect we will see some kind of shakeup up front. Now, I don't know what that exactly will entail. They've got a lot of options at their disposal, but I do think there will be some uh, rearranging, so to speak. Now, will those be deck chairs on the Titanic? I certainly hope not, but they have to address what's going on up front because, yes, the Jets are very talented, and there's no doubt that um, they were going to have a hard time regardless of uh, whether they made mistakes or not, that is a very, very tough unit to go up against, both in the running game and the passing game. But man, the amount of mental mistakes, the amount of times that one guy was just off enough to allow someone to come running scot-free and uh, throw off everything they were trying to do in the passing game, you can't have it. You just can't have it. And those are mental mistakes. And those are things that have to be sewn up, corrected. And I have to think, like I said, there will be some kind of change along the offensive line. And I do think... When Rogers is talking about simplification, I know a lot of people, some of the local media jumped on the motion thing, but I think he was talking about protection. I think he is saying, you know, maybe we're asking these guys a bit too much as far as what we're asking them, both pre-snap, post-snap, etc. I think they have to simplify some things and keep it a little bit more, maybe not, you know, vanilla, but making sure that all five guys are working in concert and on the same page because Sunday it was absolutely not acceptable. Again, hello to everybody. So good to see so many people already on the chat. Carl starting us off with a super chat. What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags. Tired of the wide receivers need to separation narrative. Watched old clips of Aaron letting it rip in tight coverage. Has he lost confidence? I don't think so. I think he's always going to be judicious with the football, especially um, considering who he may or may not be throwing to. I think there were plenty of instances in that game and in London where he let it rip to Alan Lazard and or Randall Cobb while they were, you know, had a cornerback within the vicinity i think it's rare when you're going to see him do that with guys he's doesn't have the rap with 
I don't think that's a new thing. Um, but yeah, to your point, the quote, lack of separation. Look, some of that is inherent in how teams are playing them because they don't fear getting you know beat deep by anybody. You know, so they are able to press up and try to disrupt off the line of scrimmage. And even if they don't get a clean kind of, you know, uh, press man press action with the Packers wide receivers, they know no one's burning by them. Now you can look at the all 22 and see instances where Romeo Dobbs gets separation. You can see instances where Alan Lazar breaks open on a crosser, say, and you know, Rogers is just, there's a guy in his lap. There's not much he can do. And that's why I keep saying like, look, I, I, I get the conversation of what style of offense they should be playing. You guys know where I land on that. I 100% want them to run the football. I wish he was under center. The quarterback was under center more. I wish they'd run a lot more power. I wish they'd operate off of that into play action, et cetera. But none of that means anything. That wish list is damned the moment you step out on the football field if the offensive line isn't right. And right now, it ain't right. So, yeah, the the narr- the separation narrative is like, if we're talking like issues with the team, the offensive line is a number one and separation from the wide receivers is like double B. Yeah. I just, it's to me, it's not even close to an issue because look, if they're going to play a lot of man then you run man beaters and there are ways to get around that. But yeah, if the offensive line ain't right, none of that matters. Lance, thanks so much for the super chat thoughts. Let me tell you, Lance, I got so many thoughts. So many thoughts just rumbling around in my brain. It's a dangerous question to ask a man who never turns off. So I'm going to spare everyone uh, some of the ramblings there. But I will say, I find the Packers are at a crossroads here. And I am fascinated to see how they answer on Sunday. Away from home. uh, One o'clock start on the East Coast. So, you know, not quite a noon game, but uh, still an earlier kickoff. On the road at probably a stadium filled with Packers fans. If there's a get-right situation, this is it, and we'll see how they respond. I mean, I know they got uh, the backup quarterback who probably scares you more than the starting quarterback, but, again, this is a game that they should at least compete in. I mean, I'm just tired of saying this is a game they should win. This is a game they should at least compete in, and at this point, all I care about is winning the football game. I don't care how they do it. I don't know how they look. I, I don't care. I mean, we were talking – I saw people talking playoff scenarios like, all you can think of in that situation is Jim Mora. I mean, playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. One, Just win one game. Then we can start looking forward. But until that point, man, it is all about Washington. And it is all about winning that game. That is all that matters. Now, what else we got, folks? What else we got? We got Debbie Downer. Always good to see you. Nice to super chat. Rogers, which turned him into a go pack. You're going to have to answer that one. I don't know. That's off the field stuff. And you know, I don't touch that stuff. I really don't care. Uh, what else we got? Tyler. Thanks for the super chat. Matt LaFleur lamenting Aaron Jones touch count. Does he know who calls the plays? Whoo, baby. It's getting real late on the why isn't Aaron Jones getting the football conundrum question. I mean, look, I understand game planning. I understand the quarterback has leeway at the line of scrimmage, but at some point, if you, as a head coach, play caller, game designer, game planner, etc., cannot ensure that your best offensive player touches the football early and often in every single fucking football game, I don't know what you're doing. I have no clue. I understand there are a lot of pressures on Matt. I do not doubt for a moment there are things going on in that building that we are not privy to. 
probably some stuff we are privy to. The whole world is looking at this guy after these last couple of games, and there's tons of complaints and tons of issues and tons of problems. The Aaron Jones thing is the one really easy thing to fix. I mean, it is the most simple thing. You want to talk about simplification? Give the ball to Aaron Jones repeatedly, early, late, in the middle, after the game. Hell, I don't care. Get him the football. It's funny you say that because I legit had two, not one, but two former Packers DM me after the game and talk about how is Matt going up in front of a microphone and lamenting the lack of touches Aaron Jones is getting yet again. I don't know, man. I don't know. And look, I understand. Again, I get the quarterback he's utilizing. You know, he's he's got to call plays for a quarterback who does have a whole lot of leeway at the line of scrimmage. But at some point during the week, it is time to say to said quarterback, look, we can throw it. We can run it. I don't really care, but we've got to get Aaron Jones the ball a whole lot early and often. You're the head coach. You're the play caller. Make it so. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Esteban, thank you for the super chat. I remember looking 2011 to 14, Rogers' eyes were different. 
more hungry, maybe more aggressive. And it seems that last couple of years, he's turned to this soft, pensive dude. Great for life, not for football. That's dangerous territory, man. I understand what you're saying. I get what you're talking about, but dangerous stuff. Looking inside, you know, trying to ascertain the motivations and the aggressiveness, etc., of a man through his eyes. Now, through his actions, you know, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is as aggressive as ever. Just look at his penchant for wanting to throw downfield and go for kill shots, etc. You know? So it's hard for me to say, you know, oh, yeah, because he gets up and, and shakes his head a little bit as he's walking off to the sideline after a failed third down. Like, he doesn't got the eye of the tiger anymore. I mean, he's done a lot of that throughout his career. So but I understand. Again, I understand what you're saying. I just think it's kind of a slippery slope there. Mario, thanks for the super chat. Are we going to see Aaron Jones get the touches he finally deserves? If he's not going to get touches, why did we even give him a contract extension? Great question. It's kind of like giving Jair, Jair Alexander a contract extension and then playing a lot of soft zone. I don't know. Hopefully we saw a little bit more Jair in the slot and manning up with guys this week. So hopefully that extends to Aaron Jones next week. I don't. It's, it's a mystery, man. It's a mystery. Jeff, thanks for the super chat. I don't usually listen to the mindless internet chatter, but is it time to find another wide receiver, especially with Cobb Hurt? I know Jeremy Fowler has a report out there that uh, the Packers are potentially looking at Chase Claypool. I know lots of Packers fans were asking about Robbie Anderson, to which I always kind of laugh because you really think this guy who had a altercation with his position coach on the sideline of a game and then got thrown out of said game by the team was going to be brought to the locker room by one Brian Gutekunst of House Ted Thompson? That was never going to happen. Now, will they possibly make a move? I was just talking on the radio with Drew and KB, and I, I said, you know, in a normal year, I'd give it a 10% chance, right? Given the circumstances, given where they're at, depth chart-wise, injury-wise, all the things going on at the position, I'll bump that up to about 30%. With a 30% chance they make a move. I'll, I'll leave it there. Is there a chance? Yes. I don't think it's a great one. Gil, thanks for the super chat. Does Stenovich need to spend more time in the Oli room? He already does, Gil. Matt literally said it on Monday. You know, he's still spending a whole lot of time. I think Aaron Rodgers reiterated it as well. I, I don't think, I, I know, Corey went on that, about that on Watch Party, and I just don't buy it. I think Steno's as involved, if not more, in what the offensive line is doing. I literally asked Steno a couple weeks ago, I think it was after the Bears game, about, you know, some of the funky splits we've seen along the offensive line. And that is literally his work. He's the one drawing that stuff up. Matt reiterated that the other day. So, no, I don't think that's it. I really don't. Um, too old for this. Thanks for the super chat. Experiencing Lambo for the first time was a painkiller for the loss. I was riding cloud nine the whole time. Best part, no birds were killed. That's right. It's a bird-killing-free zone here in Green Bay. Unfortunately, it seems to be a win-free zone day as well. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. I'm glad you got to experience Lambo, man. It was a perfect day until it wasn't. But that was a that was a great kind of vibe, feel for Lambo, etc. The pal- tailgate was awesome. All the pregame stuff was great. Then the game started. Jake, thanks for the super chat. Do you see Rodgers playing after this year? I don't. Seems like this team is getting further away from the ultimate goal. Weird to be in this position. I hear what you're saying, Jake, but I will only remind you there are only six games in. 11 games to go. Well, 
10, 12 games. No, 11 games to go. Um, a lot of ball game left. And I understand that feeling, the idea that it feels like it's slipping away, etc. But the narrative of this season has not yet been written. We are in the middle, kind of beginning chapters, and we're about to get into the meat of it. And like I said, I get it. I understand the feeling of, my gosh, everything seems to be on the wrong track. After that game, it's really hard not to feel that way. But it is a marathon. It is not a sprint. It matters much, much more how you're playing, say, post-Thanksgiving into January than it does coming up on Halloween. And that doesn't mean there won't be bumps in the road. That doesn't mean that the losing's over, even. But there's certainly a way long way to go. And who knows? Aaron Rodgers could fire it up at any minute. Don't forget. And it was a very different offense and a very different quarterback. But they were four and six before they started running the table back in 2016. And again, I'm not saying he's going to go on that type of run. I'm just saying there is infinite possibility still remaining in this season for all sorts of different things to happen. So if they get to the end of the season and Rodgers playing lights out, there's a good chance he comes back, especially with 50 million guaranteed or whatever it is sitting on the table. Guaranteed just for showing up and playing. It's a tough payday to walk away from. So, yeah, could he? Yeah, he could leave. I I mean, I know he, both he and Mark have said it's a year-to-year thing, but I have real trouble watching him just kind of walk away after this season. But we'll see. Like I said, long way to go. Long way to go. Flambeau, thanks for the Super Chat. For the love of God, let, let last Sunday be a come-to-Jesus moment for the offense. Also, how happy would you be if we got DJ Moore over an offensive lineman? Well, they picked up an offensive lineman today off of waivers from the Colts. Problem solved. I love it. That's the most Packers thing ever. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll end up being a player. You never know. Uh, but DJ Moore, yeah, that'd be a nice addition. Again, I bump it to 30%. There's a chance it happens. I'm not completely dismissing the idea. Robert has probably the quintessential Packer comment, Packers fan comment on Facebook. Coaching staff needs to get the head out of their head out of their ass. That works. That works. I mean, that. That pretty much sums it up. I like it. Eric, thanks for the super chat. Yash to right tackle, Elton back to left guard, running to right guard. Might not solve the problem, but can't be worse than Newman out there. I mean, Newman is the crux of the issue, right? I mean, they even tried to bench him in game and then couldn't after they sent Hanson out there and Hanson got hurt and they put Newman back out there. I hear what you're saying on Yash. David Bakhtiari finally got through a full game, so maybe they feel a little bit more comfortable sliding him over on the right side. He hasn't played a ton over there. Did precious little of it during camp. Now, who knows what's going on behind closed doors, but it's hard for me to imagine them throwing Yash out there unless he's been doing a bunch behind, you know, in prime time during practice, playing right tackle. You know who did play right tackle during camp a little bit was Zach Tom. I would love to see Zach Tom at right tackle. Put Elton there at left guard. Move running over to right guard. You got Myers at center, and away you go. And yes, I have zero doubt that the Packers are very reluctant to do that just because Zach's a rookie. They want to get guys out there who have experience, banked reps, etc. But, you know, Mark Tauscher was a rookie. Elton Jenkins was a rookie when he took his snap, his first starting snaps. You know, David Bakhtiari was a rookie when he took his first starting snaps. And I'm not saying that Zach Tom's going to become those guys, but at some point, you got to trust that, yeah, you he looked pretty good in the summer. He looked pretty good both in camp and in preseason. 
And you certainly going to help them. The domino effect of putting them out there would be much preferable to what's going on right now. But to your point, yeah, could they put Yash out there? No question about it. I do think they prefer Yash sticking at left tackle just in case something happens with Bakhtiari. And I think that's kind of their security blanket there. But we'll see. I do think, I think I said before, I I would not be surprised if there is a shakeup along the line this week. Jake, thanks for the super chat. Why doesn't Tom play? Sorry, I kind of jumped your question there with my answer to the previous question, but I do think it is. They like guys with experience. That has been their MO. It was in the playoff game when they didn't let Yash play and they put Billy Turner over there, even though he was playing on a bulky knee. That's been their stuff, especially with and you guys. Everyone keeps talking about Steno, and I love Steno, but that was Steno's call. He owned up to that during training camp this year. You know, and Steno has repeatedly said they like guys with experience to be out on the field with Rodgers. Well, all those guys with experience look like fucking clown car on Sunday. Give the kid a chance. Oh, what else we got, folks? What else we got? We got Joe Mailman. What's up? Better chance this season turns into 2016 or 2018? Ooh, baby. Well, it can't be 2018 because the coach ain't going to get fired. He just signed an extension. Also, I don't think that Lafleur has come anywhere close to losing the locker room the way Mike did that year. Not even close. So, of those two choices, give me 2016. There you go. Lorenzo, how about that long-haired kid from UCLA? Yes, Sean Ryan. Hasn't been active for a single game this year. Tells you where he's at. He had a rough camp. It was tough to to watch at times. So, I just don't think he's ready for prime time. But who knows? Again, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. For the longest time, we all joked about Yash being on the on the squad, right? You know, like they keep they kept him around for two plus years without getting any significant playing time. We kind of became a running joke, and then he's in there in week three last year at left tackle. You know, he's been pretty damn good since. So, just because they're not contributing right away doesn't mean it's all over for them. But it, it sounds like Ryan's a long way. The O-line looked better before 69 and Jenkins came back. Gary, you need to go back and watch week one. Like, seriously. The Badger Trio, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Yes, we're three and three, but the NFC is pretty weak right now. Relax. Hey, man, I'm I'm relaxed. I'm drinking some carry the G. I'm talking with Packers fans worldwide. I know you're not talking to me. Life's good. What about Sammy Watkins? Is he back? Uh, James, he is eligible to be back. We'll find out more tomorrow when they get back on the practice field. I suspect he's very close. Rogers did say a McAfee kind of hedged a little bit from his comments after the game where he said, you know, we're going to get Sammy back real soon here. He said, you know, this game or the next game. So sounds like he's close, but there's no guarantee he's going to be out there against Washington. Uh, R-E-L-A-X. I mean, I get why people are, are sick of that, but it's true. There's a lot of season left, you know? And people have every right to be upset, every right to call for jobs. I get it. That's the fan's job. I thought Pat McAfee put it absolutely perfectly on his show today, by the way, when he said it's the fan's job to overreact and get crazy. And yes, a thousand percent yes. It's the football player's job to, you know, close the book on that last game and get ready for the next one. And Wednesday is typically the time I do that. So today I'm still bitching about that Jets game. A thousand percent. Gil, thanks for the super chat. 
Send out the Jolly Green and Gold Giant. Caleb Jones played majority of right tackle in college, if I'm not mistaken. It's just fairly raw, you know, really, really raw. And if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he on the NFI or not NFI, but wasn't he placed on some injury list? I can't even remember if he's uh, available at the moment. There have been so many guys up and down at this point, but I don't think that's a realistic option at this point. Will Fuller, Dennis says. Will Fuller. I mean, there's history, right? The Packers tried when he was with the Texans. But who knows? A lot of lots gone on since then. But I wouldn't completely shut the door on it. Again, as I said earlier, bump it from 10% to a 30% chance. That's where I'm at. All right, everybody, I have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. If you missed Let's Talk Football on Monday, it is now up on the YouTube channel. Andy and I went all over that Jets game. Uh, I would say it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't. It was pretty therapeutic, but it was pretty depressing as well. Um, Also, programming note, Packer Transplants Live will be on this week, but it won't be until Thursday. Will not be on tomorrow night, Wednesday night. It will be on Thursday night. So be on the lookout for that Thursday night, Packer Transplants Live. Uh, Happy hours coming up. If you're a Carry the G Club member or a Patreon be on the lookout. We're going to be live at, I believe, 5 Central. That's 6 Eastern. Uh, hang out. Talk some baggers. Drink some beer. It's going to be a lot of fun. Colonel Flom, our last one. Here we go. Super chat. What's up? Positive spin. 13-win season and home field hasn't worked anyway. Just win enough games to secure a spot in the dance and see what happens. I love it. I'm all in. The power of positive thinking. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. And throughout the week, thank you so much for supporting Cheesehead TV. Please, please, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go.